I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Well, you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminishing, the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind, and the business got me stressed in the rent room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know, the street nerds got no time for no caca. Sass in class, yes, they used to bowl a kaja. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard. He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want. Welcome to the Red Room. So welcome to the show, everybody. Young baby writer himself, Dallas Rico. How's What's it going, up? y'all? How's it going? All right now. <laughs> <laughs> so you just here for a week? Yeah, just yeah. Week? So um, yeah, I just have a few meetings set up. Uh, mm-hmm. I live in Brooklyn, and I want to like Brooklyn feeds Brooklyn! my soul. Yeah. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, oh, maybe I should move to LA. But just like walking around in Brooklyn, like interacting with people, it just I don't know, it just feels like home. Mm-hmm. And so I would move out here if like I got an assignment, and then I would stay out here for however long, and then go right back. Are you there do you TV go. or film? TV, definitely nice. TV. Okay. I have some. You, you I have, have some... to be here if you want to be in yeah. TV. You just have yeah. to. And, <laughs> and the best way. Here's the thing. Almost everybody I know who's moved from New from New York to here hates it when they first. It takes two or three years before they enjoy mm. this place. It's a different place. You guys are used to walking around everywhere, yeah, et cetera, yeah. getting on the train here. No you beach. People talking to you. Yeah, there's no beach <laughs> for you, right. so there's a beach here for us. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's just a huge adjustment. The weather never changes. Pretty yeah. much, it might rain every like every nine years. And people I forget. Mean, I'll say, I, I, so I lived here for five years first. Okay. I first, right after school, film school, I first came out here, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna do the thing. I'm gonna right. do the acting, writing thing, and I was like. I I'd hit the worst depression in my life because Aww. I didn't interact with black Hollywood. I interacted with like the regular Hollywood right. type. And it's just like, what I noticed is that in Hollywood, there are a lot of people who are actors, writers, uh, musicians, mm-hmm. models or whatever. And that is who they are. That's what they are first. Mm-hmm. Whereas in New York, I meet people and like, they won't even tell you. That won't be the first thing to come out their mouth. You know what I mean? I'm not like trying to right. share their resume. Right. It's like, hey, right. I'm a person. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just happen to be an actor. And they like, you know, they might've won awards. You yeah. know, they might be like on... On staff or like on a Netflix show, but right? Well, it see, it feels different. Yeah, it does feel different. You know, like I spent some time. It's a culture. The culture, yeah, yeah. Different. The culture's different. Like everybody's here is like mm. you know, yeah. trying to network and well, like, well, you know, <laughs> that's the see. The thing is, is that who can I be seen with? Exactly. Are you yeah. hot right now? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Right. The thing about it is, is that the competition is so high in LA that people have to kind of they have to wear that on their sleeve right. whereas in New York it's like there's other stuff going on yeah. it's like I say this all the time it's you know there's other stuff going on in it, like in Los Angeles but everyone looks at Los Angeles mm-hmm. as Hollywood right yeah you know, where right. people look at right. it like, it took me a long it's not. time. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Two years yeah. to be like, let me pull away yeah. from Hollywood it's, and actually right. meet like, locals. You know I mean? It's like the thing about New York is, you know, it's not, the financial in, like industry. It's mm-hmm. not yeah. this. You know, there's all these different industries there. So it's mm-hmm. not that one thing. Right. The fashion, you know, and, you know, and, right. and, 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 and it's not billed <laughs> as that. You know, yeah. it's in Los Angeles. Although there's a there's huge real estate market here. That probably just it probably like I don't know if it's rivals in New York, but it's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's really crazy out here. Um, there's some tech stuff. There's but there's interesting fashion stuff. But it's still just billed as this is the this is the land of entertainment. And right. and they do entertainment in New York, and they always have. But right. it's it's, it's built differently. And right. I think that people have a hard time escaping that. Yeah, yeah. When they're here, so and LA's too. Also, you know, like you said, it's so spread out. Mm-hmm. 
And if you don't have a car, you know, at least in Brooklyn, back east New York, you can jump anywhere, That's get anywhere. Right. Yeah, I love and that. Get, I love Here that. it's like, you got a plan. I, I can't stand to be on the fucking you got, train. You got a plan. You know, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on. talking about her like, look, she, she knows. She's been with me. We went to, we went to go teach at um, Howard <laughs> years ago. And they were like, oh, we go take the train. I was like, the what? <laughs> I, I was like, the train. I was like, no, I was bitch, going home, like, yeah, I'm taking train. a cab. Y'all go ahead. I get some of my best writing done on the train. Like, I have my phone open. I'm just like, oh yeah, what was that? oh yeah, and the ambiance, yeah, body breathing like, all on forced, you, it's forcing you to like, sit there. It forced you, you to know. sit there, and I'm like, okay, what can I be doing this time? I so, know, yeah, I love it. Hooligans in the back. Oh, oh my god, you. oh yeah, definitely. No. That's that's, you get that's, your best you life. Yeah, exactly. You get the best stuff. <laughs> stuff I've heard on the train. I'm like, oh, I'm using that. For sure. well, you <laughs> like, chill. No, nobody bother you. I'll be sitting stuff. in the middle. This the wild stuff going on. You're a girl. Exactly. Wow, it's like the people, man. I feel like even after I make it, I have to take the train just for the material. Because I'm like, I get on the train and just people just say the wild. I agree with you with that part. People I do say wild shit. It's, I mean, it's, they say wild shit. It's like, <laughs> it's not like it is here because people, the, like the buses in LA, everything's very quiet. But buses in other cities, you know, I remember the bus in Cleveland, man. I remember one time, this was on the internet, but I've seen this happen. It's like, the 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 bus driver stopped the bus and got in a fight with a with, with a passenger <laughs> and then got back and drove the bus. Yeah, got back and drove the bus. Do <laughs> the person off. Like, right. your business. I was, I'm not too. Do the person off and said, "We gotta keep rolling." Maybe, like, like, Maybe you would have sat there and just sat there and ate your little sandwich because, because, you know it. because this guy was arguing with someone else right. and the guy was like, "You need to shut the fuck up." The the the, the bus driver. Right. I told you to shut the fuck up and sit down, and he didn't. He said, mm. <laughs> and "Pulled over and got in a fight." Wow. Threw the guy off, and it was. Just I mean, you know, it was wow, that is my that kind is of bus driver. I respect bus drivers. Yeah, the hey. stuff they go through. Hey. So, Dallas, what type of things do you write? And um, so, my two what do you want to do? So, my two biggest are um, I like dramedy because yeah. it gives me a little bit of flexibility. And like you know, a lot of comedy is like you have to end on a joke, like mm-hmm. every right. scene. Whereas you know, you can you have like that single moments. camera dark comedy, exactly. Yeah, 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 and dark comedy. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I treat them both separately. Mm-hmm. A lot of my dark comedies have like some type of like hook that's mm-hmm. like. The engine of the series, like, you know, someone's suicidal and they put a hit on themselves or like someone goes to different dimensions and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Whereas my dramedy is like rooted on like like romantic comedy, but as a series. Right. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Mm. All right. Mm. How many how many scripts do you have so far? I have five. So I was really excited. Yeah, yeah. you guys were talking Yay. about like if a sh- no, I, I'm like, I'm know. waiting. I'm, Listen. No, you don't say I have draft emails like with them saved already with the scripts. I'm like, oh yeah. you like I'm waiting for right. you to be like, hey, right. send me stuff up. Oh, I got it right here. I'm telling you, yeah, the, the oh, worst villain in the world. I'm ready. What else she got? Please. Exactly. Oh, yeah. What else she got? No, I got it. What else? Yeah, I got to tell me what flavor you want. I got the mm-hmm. dark comedy. I got, I got your straight comedy. So, yeah. But, yeah. That's good. But one thing I'm really passionate about is um, I, um, most of my, well, all of my main characters are black and queer. So, mm-hmm. I have, like, some lesbian okay. characters, some mm-hmm. nice. bi characters, mm-hmm. some gay characters because I don't I don't see my story at all seen on TV right, right. right. It's definitely why I want to connect with you about right. that like it's just like I'm, I'm I feel like that is going to be another renaissance like right now it's like listen. black women which I hope stays well, we talk listen. about this all the time but when, we I had, feel like, when we had Stephen Canal on here and he's talking mm-hmm. about Pose and how Pose is really doing the work of like breaking down barriers he hit me and, the other day right yeah right. me and Dev coming back because I'm, yeah. I'm wait, I'm ready for the new season, season two. I hear people <laughs> over in uh, uh, I was looking on Twitter like people in the UK are loving it because I guess mm-hmm. now they're actually That's showing awesome. it overseas right. people are really Really reacting to it, and I just feel like you know, 
they're just waiting now for the next big thing. And that could be you. That next that's, thing that's coming absolutely. through. That's what I'm hoping for. You know, since you, you know, I, I, some of the best I, stuff is coming from black queer people. I, I, I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to put I'm, it out I'm, there. I'm, I'm just <laughs> telling y'all. I'm just I'm telling just, y'all. <laughs> I know why y'all been sleeping Lena on me. Lena Waite. Lena Waite. I mean, she's killing yeah, it right yeah. now. Come on. Come on. <laughs> it's like I'm always fascinated by that like that lens. It's like just even, you know, there was, I guess there was, there was some article on the New York Times that podcast the Daily that I listened to, and it was I guess they they come up with some uh, some potential cures for HIV, right? They're mm-hmm. saying this thing, and this guy was on the interview with him. I well, guess, they have that new thing you could take that keeps you from get what's it called? Yeah, prep, prep, yeah, prep, yeah, prep, which has been problematic. It's a preventive <laughs> thing, but oh, yeah. 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 people are like, oh, oh, I can do whatever. <laughs> but the, but the, my point is, the, is that they've had a few people that they've come up, so they're like, okay, so potentially we, have, we can have this thing. And this guy he was on was talking, and he was like, I was diagnosed with AIDS mm-hmm. in 1984. Wow, and he's I'm, still and he's still alive, That's and awesome. he went, he went on this major. He found out he he was a bond trader somewhere. He quit his job. He's been he's been this activist for a very very long time. But he was talking about again like this, and I and this is something that we, we talked to one, one time offline is like there's this whole period of like those. You know, like those gay men of the '80s in New York, particularly in New York, but everywhere. But they died, and it's and and and, and, and thousands, it, thousands, yes. and, and it killed <clears throat> this huge creative spirit yep. that disappeared, and that it, and has really never been talked about right. the aftermath of that, right. or you know, just the effect of that on the artist community. Mm-hmm. That's why, and that's what I think is is is, is great about Pose. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it's just it's like it's a it's a if you go back and you look at artists and fashion filmmakers you're like there's so many gay people who who people don't look at mm-hmm. like, that's not the thing that they're right. pushing obviously they don't need to do that but it's like that's there and it's like those are stories that we don't know and that, we're not, that, that we're, we not can know. we're not talking about coming out anymore right. we're talking yeah, about I'm not living. interested, I'm, talking not about interested living. In that. I'm tired of that thriving I'm, thriving. I'm, sorry. I'm so tired thriving <laughs> and to me that's the story that I think is always troublesome is that you gotta tell the telling out story right. and nah. it had that little telling out moment in, in the beginning of sure. Pose but it was then, still the 80s so yeah. you have to yeah. still yeah. So, yeah. But, but I think it's always more fast. I mean that's what I loved about Tell me about your name. Uh, like, tell me why your name was such a great movie. Because call it was, me by, call your, me by, call me by yeah. your name. Because it wasn't about that. Right. It wasn't. It was like 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 that's just a love story that could, could have happened right. to anybody, yeah. any place, and it just hurt. They just but happened they to always, yeah. right. it, But it's always white. It's always yeah. white exactly. men. Exactly. Uh, I love to love Simon. But I'm like, it's it's again a white man. Well, I'm, I'm just like, like I'm ready well, for us. He did fall in love with the black guy at the end. But <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> I don't care. I should have seen it. Been years. Been years. Should have seen that movie. Been years. Yeah, I love. I want. I work with Ke- uh, Kenan Loisdale one day. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Loisdale, nice. Loisdale, yeah. I pronounce it. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I just saw a trailer uh, when I went to go see us. I saw the trailer for the new uh, the new piece that Olivia Wilde directed. What is oh, it? Oh, yeah. What's it called? Is it Mom? No, it's not Mom. No, not mom. No, no. Oh, okay. It's about the two. It's two white girls that are graduated from high school. They're crazy. One they're... is like I think they're, they're both gay, or one's lesbian. Huh. And but the story is not about them being lesbian. Her being lesbian. It's about them. They've gotten all their grades, and they were the ones that were the good girls. Mm-hmm. And they got into the good school, and they realized in their senior year, man, we didn't. You know, the last month before they graduate, man, we didn't do anything bad. And they were saying all the kids who were doing all the wild stuff, they still got into the same school <laughs> we got into. <laughs> so the movie is about them going out one night and really doing this thing. I kept thinking to myself, it's not a coming out story. Yeah. It's about, I'm thinking, where's my black version of that? Interesting. Yes. Or maybe the black version, just a better, like, something mm. more interesting where it's like, we're doing something cool, yeah. or I want to see that for the community. 
you know. And I'll say also, people. I'm not interested in like black suffering and like I'm tired. Like, I want us to just be like thriving. You know what I mean? Like we're Thank you. you. Know, we're making good money. Thank you. Like, a lot of us are out there, and, and there's so many stories. It's just like we're struggling. It's that tor- what do you call it? We call it's it like, torture porn or that like yeah. that civil rights porn. It's like that old struggling Negro and oh. poverty porn. Poverty what, porn. Is, yeah, is, and it's like <laughs> we, we it even time. when the stuff was really happening, mm-hmm. like, like we were still thriving, doing stuff and living. Right. I want to see that. I write some of those, unfortunately, but. I try to make sure that somebody is the voice of you now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Somebody yeah. is saying, fuck what the man say, we still going to do this. Right. Why everybody else is living in that, stuck in right. that world. Somebody else is like, but I'm determined. It's usually a woman now. Right, right. The thing is that there is always that story. Mm-hmm. Like, like in those, you know, you know, those times of bondage or Jim Crow and shit, there are people who were like who were making noise. Right. Now, granted, they, no, those people probably got lynched at a certain time, but that's but but that's, that's why they got lynched. Yeah, that's why they, they got lynched because they were talking back. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, <laughs> and that's you want to talk about some voids and some people being taken out left and right. You like, know, man, those but spaces. that's the thing that's interesting. I mean, I'm, I mean, you know, like I have, you know, have, have written a few projects about black people doing stuff that. Supposedly, this that's not my new. That's do. my new movie title: Black yeah. People Doing Stuff. <laughs> that's the new movie. I'm I'm, I'm sold already. I'm ready. I'm here for it. I love it. It's something that was always like. I'll say, like the way I grew up was was kind of I was just different because the stuff that my dad was doing was not what black people do. And black people, uh, black people like, would always say, that's not what black people do. Yeah. You know, and then, like, to, to me and my brothers when we were growing up, we said, what did, you, what did your dad do? What did your mom do? And, that, and, and then white people would go, ain't no one black doing that shit. What are you talking about? You know, and so, like, for, for instance, <laughs> the TV station in Cleveland that became the Fox affiliate <clears throat> was my dad's station. Mm-hmm. So, there's, so, you know, like... How many black people, you know, like like founded and right. owned TV stations right. like, awesome. like like in this country? And this is back in the early eighties. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, who's who's doing that? You know, right. he used to like put money into like to uh, to Broadway shows and stuff like that. And it's like the black people aren't doing that, yeah. you know. And then mm-hmm. and so so the black people like so black people didn't believe that was possible. And it's the one thing my dad used to always say to me is that you need to be able to do what you <clears> want to do, and if. And if no one black is doing it, then you be the first. Well, here's here's the irony. Yeah. When I got into the whole punk rock mod scene, and I'm wearing my fucking shark skin suits and shit, people are like, "Why are you trying to be white?" I'm like, "White? What? I just like Stop. That. What do you think style? Where style come from? First of all, this the music, the okay. style, everything is black. Shit. Right, right. They were trying to be like us. Right, right. <laughs> but I had to learn that because yeah. I thought I was trying to be white when I first got into the scene. And I was yeah. like, "Oh, wait a minute. Let me do my." Because you've been conditioned to think that that's exactly. what it is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then going back to your point, I think that's why representation is so important on mm-hmm. TV and film. I realized that when I uh, studied abroad in Mexico, mm-hmm. like I was in Southern Mexico. You speak it? Yeah. Um, and a lot of folks had never interacted with a black person, so all they had was TV and film. Right. So immediately their first question was like, oh, do you rap? Uh, do you right. play basketball? Which is ironic. It's ironic because there's black see. Mexicans. Yeah. Totally. But I guess they just don't see them like everybody else. Well, you know? but, no, but, I, it's, but, it's, but it's like you being a black American. A black American. Black American, yeah, American, American different because no. they know our, our culture. I mean, look, look, when I was in high school and I went to Germany, and I, but I met this girl from who was a refugee from Yugoslavia, and she was asking me all these questions, and I was like, "You've never even met a black person, right? Ever, yeah. 
you know, and and and, all, and you didn't grow up in the hood. What's <laughs> also crazy is that the fact that she's <clears throat> coming from Yugoslavia at the time, which is a communist country, she'd never even really seen black people on TV mm. because they weren't, you know, it's all it was curtailed. She yeah. was this crazy thing, and I was just kind of like, this is so weird right. to meet someone who's never even seen a black person. You know, like conceptually, it's kind of like you know a strange. It's like you might know of it because right. of a book, but this that it was just it kind of. I, I I didn't realize how that ex, that experience was strange to right. me. I knew it was strange at the time, but later on, I was like, that is so strange to have never even met a black person. Seen I wanna I wanna mm-hmm. shift this just a little bit because I want to make sure we help you a little bit while you're here. So you said you're here doing some meetings and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Are agents, managers? Like, what do you what do you just? Or just um, running the people that you've come across on the internet or whatever? Reaching out to some people, and right. then I do have um, some connections that I'm like right. trying to follow up on. For okay. Sure. Like, for instance, one, you guys are talking about follow up. Um, I actually mm-hmm. have been produce, I've been pursuing this showrunner. Mm-hmm. Um, I slid into his DM successfully. And he was like, <laughs> I was like, hey, I'm going to be out. I'm going to mm-hmm. be out there in LA. Like, it was like two weeks ago. And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Let's do coffee, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I emailed him, or I messaged him when I was here. And he was like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's, and then his last message was, Hey, let's do coffee next week. And I'm like, <laughs> I leave on Tuesday, so I'm like, try not to be a little too. I want to be a pest. I'm like, hey, like, right. I really want to yeah. right. connect, but uh, I leave on Tuesday, so mm-hmm. I sent the last message. Uh, so, yeah. so, 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 yeah. so, so it's 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 tricky. This is a, it's a weird thing is when you got to kind of like to how to ask a a date for someone, you know, in terms of like, hey, like you know, like I'm available these days. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's always oh, tricky because they're kind of like so. You know, if 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 if, 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 if they're if you're serious, you just thin your stand. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so I mean, <clears throat> it, this is something that like I learned, and I didn't know. You, you just don't know what people are gonna do. But I remember I met with the agent, and uh, he was like, "So let's have like breakfast." And I was like, "Cool, we're gonna meet at like eight or nine. He's like, "No, no, no, we're gonna meet at six thirty for breakfast." Because because <laughs> PM because he got like a late breakfast. He had to be to work. At, he had to be to work at eight, and he's like, yeah. "I'm going to spend time, an hour with you, and then I got to drive to where it was." And I was like, "Oh, you're willing to do that because you offered that." Yeah. And I, so that means in the future, and you I, better be there early. You better be there. Early. Be there yeah. So my yeah. thing is, it's like this guy. If he wants to have coffee with you, you know, like I would kind of specify here's. Like here's a window that I have that's mm-hmm. making it difficult for me. I can fit, you know. Like I, I mean, yeah. look, there's is any yeah, time I'll come to you. I'll, I'll, all that. Look, yeah, I'll yeah, come that. to you <clears throat> if it's got to be in the morning. I mean, I'll bring you coffee, whatever it is. Blah yeah. blah, blah. You know. I mean, if, if you're at your office because every showman has got an office, like I'll come early. Right. If you can come half hour early, it's all I want. And then, yeah. if you, can, I mean, and my thing is a lot of times I say to people, hey, I just need 15 minutes of your time. Yeah, it's honestly. That's all. You, I mean, that's if, plenty of time. It's plenty, yeah, it's, it's plenty particularly yeah, if you plan the plan the meeting right. Yeah, that's all I want. Then yeah. you get that time, and then you're in and out, and you and you bring <clears> them <throat> coffee, whatever it is, and then they're like, okay, cool. Right. And then th- if they're having a good time, let them want to extend the meeting. Yeah. But just but 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 no, like again, I got three questions for you. Yeah. Boom, and I'm out. And then and because I I get where you are. I've been in the situation with people who fi- who find into the town for from Europe and stuff like that, some stuff. And it's like, how do I make it work? And yeah. it's like, and honestly, it's like the time is a is is flexible. Yeah. I mean, it's something that I learned too. With one time, I was I was uh, um, I, we were going out with the script and we meet a bunch of people. And at the time, I was working at Warner Brothers. And I said to my manager, I said, I can't make these meetings. I can't. Because, you know, the thing is, is that if you set a meeting, it could get bumped. 
And if you're working, it so, does a lot. All, all, uh, they, a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeah. thing is, if you ask for that time off from your job, they can be cool, but then it gets bumped, and it's like, hey, Waste I gotta, day, hey, yeah. hey, hey, hey. Right. And then what I said to my manager, I said, dude, is there any, is there any way that I can be drinks? You know, like 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 the general meeting could be drinks as yeah. opposed to at their office. And then he was like, yeah, I'll ask her if she's if yeah. she's open to meeting. This is the perfect city for that, right? Yeah, yeah. you know, and she was and the manager came back. Oh yeah, you know, if you can meet at the W, blah blah blah. And I was like, no problem. Yeah. Seven thirty to W, I can get there. I don't have to worry about anything. Right. Right. And, it, and be prepared and, yeah, to pay for it, yeah. even though they usually do. Yeah, 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 yeah right. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, but totally. so so like, you know, you got to be creative when. There's a potential obstacle in front of you about time and yeah. and for them and for you because you never know what they could it could it could. Right. I think my my biggest struggle was like the fact that it's on Instagram. It feels a little informal. It's mm-hmm. not like a full like email where I could be like, oh, you know, these are the times. Right. Like, right. Oh, do this. Right. Like so, I was trying to be as concise as possible, but also professional. Though he you know he jokes a lot. Ask his, for his he, email while you're in there yeah. when you first start. When right. they start hitting you back, mm-hmm. say, hey dude, can I email you? Like, right. Okay. Send you blah blah blah. You know whatever. Just right. Yeah. Keep it yeah. That makes right. sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, that way you get <laughs> off there th- that because you know like I, I think said, I did that with you. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, here's yeah, my email, yeah. you know, whatever. Because yeah. it's like, like I said, I mean, like, I bet certain people could put their phone on airplane mode, you know, during right. the day. And then it's like, I've, I've been trying to get you. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, it's like the other day, you know, when you pick me up, you're like, dude, why, why don't you, I've been calling you. Because <laughs> my phone was on airplane mode. Because I was, because it's like, I have to yeah. do that now when I'm working. Yeah. Because I, like, I don't want anyone, I don't want right. any options. You know, right. Really, I, I could be bullshit. Just, right. And just even when I'm silent, it's chirping or flashing. It's just, yeah. it's like, you know, it's all got to go away. Do it too much. All got to go away. Do it too much. You know, so. Right. Well, um, well, thank you, Dallas. Um, can people follow you? Where are you at? Yeah, so, um, my username is scandalous, but it's spelled scandalous. Uh, S C A N. Creative. G A L L A S on everything Twitter, yeah. Instagram. Okay. It's also my website uh, where you can see my web series and okay. stuff like that. Yeah. So awesome. I'm going to proclaim it right here. Play. You guys are going to have me again as a guest, awesome. as a TV writer, yes. TV show creator. You're going to come soon. back and we're going to be yes. like, what's going on? And do you have on a Black Panther? <laughs> Necklace? Is that a Black Panther necklace? Yeah. Black Panther necklace. Oh, yeah, is know. that like I saw the black, I saw that and I'm like he yeah. actually has the it, it was a birthday gift. He's one of my people. <laughs> yes, that's so. We'll cute. get a group photo later. That's so on. nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was a birthday gift. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you. This is cool. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. Richard, come on up. <clears throat> Trying to hide. Come out. on Brian, down, Lisa. You don't need another one. Yes, you do. Scoot all the way up too. Scoot yourself all the way up as much as you can. All right. So we got my man, Richard Scott, in the house. Uh-huh. That How y'all too. doing? How y'all doing? Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> I forget he speaks like 20 languages and nah, shit. How man. many languages do you speak? Just, I can speak to uh, and I can read Spanish. Uh, that's it. I lost. What's the two that you can speak? Uh, Russian. Okay, but see, he said I can read Spanish. Does that mean you can read English too, or I just I just want to be barely, clear. barely. So we can pass notes and be like, yeah, you can't read English. So welcome to the show, Richard. Thank you. Very so Richard, somebody you've been hanging around me about a year now, something like year that. Year and a half. Or year so, and a half. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for the donuts. Yes. My pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah, Richard comes by, you know, and helps me out here in the office. He works out here, you know, all the time. Um, you and your girl, 
Oh. And uh, <laughs> one, okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Why are you what? trying to keep it on low? That's not my what? girl. You and your girl. She's not my girl. Uh, she I got the I, videotape. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very long, complicated, romantic story. That I, That's a new R&B hit single. Exactly. That's not my girl. Yeah. <laughs> That's not my girl. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I'll fuck with you. Anyway, so welcome to the show, man. Thank you so much. Thank y'all for this opportunity. Thank you. Um, it's been a blessing and a privilege to know you. Um, and I used to work in the building next door. In the Formosa building? In the Formosa building. Oh, okay. And uh, some stuff went down for the company I worked for. Mm. Would you then did? Huh? <laughs> oh, no, man. Like, they just, they weren't trying to pay a brother for the work I did. Like, wow, I was right, working right. at a film festival. I created an entire division for TV and web. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, planned it in, like, it was two years in a row, planned an entire uh, festival with screenings, uh, workshops, had Jean Crisanti come out, had Jeannie Mao come out, mm-hmm. had some really wow. great heavy hitters come through. And when the check came, I was like, uh, excuse me. <laughs> right. Um, I feel like there's some figures missing. Right. And they were like, nah. And I was like, oh, okay. And so <laughs> then, um, unfortunately, some racial things got said, which I won't uh, air out of respect for the organization. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Y'all can't like disrespect me, say I'm not black, and not pay me. Like I can mm. do one or the other. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? If the- <laughs> say you're not black. Damn. <laughs> oh, no. I was... Uh, so I am... Everyone makes fun of me. Like, Hillier knows this. Like, mm-hmm. I love my Bashy Boys. Um, what I, other kind of music? Uh, K-pop. <laughs> what? Hey, what? Hello? Wasted on me. That's my joke. Um, anyways, so long story short, uh, some things were said about uh, me not really being black. Wow. And I was like, well, how can you speak to what blackness is? And this is a white person saying this? white person said this. A white person. <laughs> he, uh, he was producing. He actually uh, produced and directed a, an award show out here. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, well, wow. you better be careful saying shit like that because you might lose your job there too. Right. So, right. right. Man. Or your neck. Right? Okay. <laughs> I'm too big to like yeah, hit people. Geez. So. You know what? The gall of a white person to say what it's it crazy. needs to be black. It's crazy. It's it's crazy. Well, it's kind of like it's kind of like in um, Green Book. That should be you like sl- you should just be slapped on oh, sight yeah. for the saying fried that. chicken thing. That's like, oh, that. that's like some All it takes is fried chicken stuff. and jazz like, to be black. And you're dead. <laughs> you know, it's like please let it come out your mouth. The power of Christ. Our power of Christ compels you. <laughs> Oh, your life. <laughs> Richard has a really interesting story. Tell us, Richard. I always tell, I always tell, you gotta check this out. I always tell everybody, like Richard is, y'all know we be, all of us be out there hustling. Richard be out, every fucking week I talk to him, he just got another meeting with some new person, whatever. And I appreciate that. I love that shit. And you know what makes him stand out? I'm going to have to put you on the spot. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about you right quick. So, um, hello everyone. My name is Richard Scott, <laughs> um, and I guess you would define me as uh, the person who fell from grace and is now struggling to get back. Um, I was the captain of the football team, Mister Calvert High School, who the last play of his senior year snapped his knee and lost his football scholarship. Oh, man, 
Thankfully, I read books, so I went to college anyway. But (laughs) (laughs) so I can read. I promise. Okay. (laughs) Just in Spanish. Just in Spanish. (laughs) Twenty years of solitude. (laughs) Twenty years of solitude. (laughs) Gabriel Garcia Marquez in this. Right. (laughs) So um, when I, um, anyways, blah blah blah. Go through college, become a big fish. Um, The governor of Maryland uh, attacked me. Wait, what college did you go to? I I went to. uh, So I went to undergrad in Maryland. Went to Harvard University for grad school. where I went to the Moscow Art Theater School, where like the modern form of acting was created, which is Stanislavski. Yeah. Oh, can I tell y'all something crazy? Yeah. Please let me tell y'all these stories yes. real quick in Russia. Go ahead, get into it. Russia's so fucking real. <laughs> so I'm sitting. I'm sitting. <clears throat> um, there's two times I was just sitting down, minding my fucking business. I'm sitting down, minding my fucking business, and uh, the director of the program he walks up to me. He's like, Richard. I was like, Yes, sir. He was like, Do you know where you're sitting right now? I was like, I'm In a chair. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, you're sitting in the seat where Stalin would watch the final rehearsal of the show wow. to see whether or not... Where he's going to go. This was going to go. go. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And he was like, the seat beside you is where Stanislavski would sit, and the seat beside you is where Chekhov would sit. Oh, wow. Man. That's some shit you would love. Okay. Yeah. So, Michael Chekhov in this piece. <laughs> you know? And then there was another time, because we used to have class where Russians don't give a fuck about history. Um... We're in an apartment. We used to have classes in this apartment. Zevalon Meyerhold is one of my favorite directors of all time mm. because of his avant-garde political expression, and he mm. was killed for that, unfortunately, he mm. and his wife. Mm. Uh, his wife was brutally stabbed 54 times, non fatally, and left wow. the blood out in her apartment. So y'all want to know where we had class? Mm. On the blood. On the, so on I'm the sitting blood. in class. <laughs> on the stains. On the stains. I'm sitting in what? class one day, and they're like, yeah, she was stabbed <clears throat> four, 54 times, non fatally, in their bedroom. And I'm like... So that's the dining room. That's the kitchen. Damn. That's the office. Where the fuck are we right now? Right, right. <laughs> they were like, oh, well, actually, Richard, <clears throat> it's in this room. I'm like, nigga. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're on the blood stains. But do you Damn. know how hardcore that is to have somebody 50 times non fatally? Yeah. Just so that you just so you can walk away and know that they were slowly. See, but see, that you had to have known how to do that. Yeah, that's a killer. That's, that's a straight up killer. That's a straight up That is the history of Russia. That is so fascinating. I mean, you say the Russians don't know the history. The Russians don't know the history because <clears throat> knowing the history throughout the Soviet era like, like yeah. would get you in trouble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. So it's yeah. protected from... Oh, yeah. Well, and plus at the same time, they would change history. Mm-hmm. The Russians would change their history. I mean, this whole... You know, 1984, they talk about how, you know, there's so-and-so who's in the party photograph... And then he falls out of favor, and he's airbrushed out of all subsequent editions of that wow. photograph. Yeah. Mm. That's because that's what Stalin actually did. Mm-hmm. So, so, so you couldn't really. It, so it didn't do you good to know history because mm-hmm. they could change it at will. And if you brought it up, they'd be like, "You going against the party?" Mm-hmm. See, there's that guy with the fifty-four knives, right? You know, <laughs> like that, just like that, it's gonna roll down on you. So it's that's true. I um I used to work out at the Marriott Grand Hotel mm-hmm. um every morning like clockwork from six thirty to nine. Because they had a spa. So <laughs> Take I worked advantage. there. Take you know? um, and so I, I come from a government background where I have. I was uh, just about to say, talk about yeah, your political yeah, background. So right. I've got, um, <clears throat> I had West Wing clearance to the White House just for like events and East Wing for events, not for like meeting the president. Mm. But like, um, I that was his cousin, though. They hung out. Yeah. So like, um, I was a governor of Maryland's, uh, Lieutenant Governor of Maryland's special assistant. I was his body man. And I planned campaign events for the governor. I was like, my specialty was going into a red area and making it uh, purple mm-hmm. um, and doing, making events pop. Right. 
So I Where's get to, the spy movie? Where's the spy? I'm book? telling I mean, you. So I, I get <laughs> to Russia. You. I get to Russia, and I'm in the gym, and this man named Peter Ivanov comes up to me, super loquacious. The first Russian that I would say came up to me with open arms to talk to me. Blah blah blah. We had this great conversation. Right. Try hitting him up, and like his phone was on airplane mode. Like and we were in <laughs> Russia, like no response. I get back to America. I'm now the governor, lieutenant governor's assistant. I've got. Uh, basically, his selling point to me was, I'm from Maryland. Mm-hmm. I work for the government of Maryland. I work for the governor, too. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, what a small world. So I get back, and I've got every contact in the state of Maryland. I've got people's home and personal stuff, and I've got their office. He's nowhere to be found. I go to IT. I'm like, IT, what's up? Um, is Peter Ivanov in our system? They're like, oh, no, but go to HR. They'll have a deeper pool of resources to check it out. I go to HR, and they're like, Richard, um... This man doesn't exist. <laughs> and I was just like, oh. So I wound, up, I wound up emailing the head of the program. And he was like, oh, yeah, your visa was very hard to get. And I was like, oh. So they, um, the FS, FSR, FSB. FSB. Mm-hmm. I apologize. They, they did send someone to check me out just to make sure I was. Wow. Whoa. So it's real. Damn. The FSB. But trip. The reason I'm about to go ahead, go ahead. But where's no, the spy no, movie? Like, where's the spy movie? movie? Right. Where's the spy? See, <laughs> see, this is what I've been talking about. Don't be giving me Idris Elba or someone as, as James Bond. Mm-hmm. Create the new black, black person yes. who is the spy. Yes. Do that. <clears throat> don't fuck around and put no baggage on the shit with Yo. 007. I don't want to see any of that. I don't want right. to see any oh, of that. Baby, yes. you, know, you, you know what? I don't want to see another Bond movie. The problem, <laughs> the problem with the Bond movie is it has to follow the tropes of a Bond movie. Mm-hmm. Right. You can't break that mold. Right. You know what? Get rid of that, you know, that, that credit sequence. Get, yeah. get rid of that. That opening scene. That get opening. rid of that. Yeah. And then you got more screen time to show me some story. <laughs> <laughs> so true. That's so true. <laughs> so the reason I wanted, the reason I wanted, and forgive me, I don't know that much about any of you guys, so I didn't put you on the spot that way. Forgive me if you don't, you know, but I, I Richard's here like three days a week, so we talk all the time. So um, the reason I wanted him to talk about that. Look at how you guys' eyes was lighting up when he was telling his story. And that Can is Can you why, imagine that pitching that to somebody? That's what I'm saying. This is why he's getting doors up. People are like, this black dude, former football player, Harvard, political, like he could be in all kind of rooms. See, see, you know see, what I mean? This, this you know what? This is why, you know, obviously you telling stuff to me that like that that I find interesting because it's a very similar stuff that I have in my background. Mm-hmm. I mean, like when I was meeting Malcolm the other day, he was like, Tell me something about you. And I was like, Well, you know, it's this and this. And he's like, no, 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 I need something that's like exciting about you. I was like, oh, well, you know, like I speak German and, and uh, I, you know, and so I speak German in France and, and, and I live there and my dad was an international coffee trader. He's like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> Your dad was an international coffee trader? <laughs> That's not what black, that's not what black people that's do. That's not what black people do. That's you know? my new TV series. That's not what black people do. And, uh, and that new Netflix you know, show. I said to him, I said, well, okay, yeah. I mean, so and he was and uh and he he actually pitched me an idea mm-hmm. for a show. He was like, I'm busy for twelve weeks right now. But if you take this idea and you work on it, then you hit me up because I think we can make that happen. Awesome. But, but he just listened to what I was saying, mm-hmm. you know? And it's and my thing is is it's like, you know, I bring this up because it's like you're very is that you're, you're obviously very good at like being able to preach what you have about you that's unique, mm-hmm. and and that's always been kind of like a failing of me is to be able to say 
because I like mystery. Like you didn't know about the Buddhism thing for like, you know, it's like, what? But it's, that's just how I am. And it's like, and I have to get into the thing of just, of, of just trying to lead with what I'm trying to do. Again, back to our thing about people out here, they're leading with, I'm an actor and blah, blah, blah. If you lead with, you're an actor, blah, blah, blah. Tell me why you're an actor that I should be fucking with, you know, ahead of time. Not just, I am an actor, but it's like, hey, you know, like I studied here or I fucking was at the Moscow Arts Theater and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Then it's like, well, you're serious because it's mm-hmm. not just going to Yale to acting school. You have fucking right. went where Stanislavski was like breaking it down <laughs> and sat in his chair. Yeah, he sat in his chair. You know, <laughs> with a cigar, with a cigar, yeah, yeah. And smoking and shit. The you ghost know. whispering in your yeah. ear <laughs> over there, my love. That's for Dante. That's for Dante. You'd be like, hold up, what? what? You know. So it's like that's the kind of thing because this is this is a note that that, that you guys can get on too, is that. Like, I remember I wrote this really, really fucking cool um, procedural script a long time. Well, it was like maybe six years ago. Really fucking cool thing. I sent it to my friends who were these co-EPs and Mad Men. They read it, and they were like, let's have lunch. And uh, I met with them. Actually, first of all, I met with them. I, I said, you know, they first thing I found that I, I wasn't friends with them yet. This is how I became friends with them. And they were like, you're a fucking fantastic writer. But they have 100 people who can write a fucking procedural like this. Mm-hmm. So you can't. So, you know, like, I can't sell you on this. I can tell you on the story that you're telling me now about you, but you give me this. It didn't matter how good it is. It didn't matter how good it is. He's like, this is amazing. I just, but, like, if they want to do this, they're going to call Dick Wolf and blah, blah, blah. So then it's, like, kind of like you can't even do stuff that they want to make. You got to do stuff that shows a voice that no one is doing. Right. And, and and then they'll say, you're saying about, hey, there's a black character that we got to come in and do this. And you might have to be the token black person on something because, you know. Get in. You got to get in. Because you That's, get in. You get in. Then you can start you changing shit. Blah, blah, blah. And it's <clears> like the main thing about working on television is, well, not the main thing, but, but, but you get your creative thing. But it's like, it's not like working on a movie where. You're in and you're out in terms of in terms of what happens and how it's done and blah blah blah. It's that you're in this corporate structure, so all the people at the networks know you. All the people at the other networks know you because they're watching. Who's this person? Who's did this? I mean, if I come in and do a fantastic indie film as a director, they're still gonna be looking at me like. Motherfucker, yeah. can you do our shit? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. can you? Because it's different. Man. You might think it's you know, but but you've worked in that. So and having this a background that that people will like stop and listen to. Like who was your boy from Florida? What's his name? Sensation. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he had a fucking cool background mm-hmm. too. I, mean, yeah. I was like, wow, you shit. met Antonio. Sensation. You know, like yeah. you, you just because it's <clears> like <throat> the because they know that you are gonna draw upon all yeah. that stuff. And it's the kind of thing that, you know, like you speak in Russian and Spanish, it's going to make, you know, like, here comes waiter number two coming in to, and he's going to say, hey, do you want this? And it's like, oh, no, this is what waiter number two could say. And he's going to say, he's, he's going to say like this Russian slang at this line, mm-hmm. you know, and then that's going to make waiter number two. Although, it's, you know, again, the Fellini thing, there's no small parts. And it's just like, bam, oh, shit, that makes that little, that, that one moment. Mm-hmm. More interesting, and, and you know, than, than anybody. And here's the irony: he's a comedy writer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that a trip with all that interesting shit? It sounds like he's doing. Okay, what's there's a show? There's a show. There's a show that you have to write. That you need to be writing on. Uh, it's Amazon show. It's called Patriot. 
You seen yeah. this show, Patriot? Oh man, I love Patriot. The style of it is so. It, at first, it was off-putting, mm-hmm. and then I stuck with it, and I was like, "Okay, yeah. I see where you guys are going." It's yeah, really. Yeah. But it's a, but it's a spy comedy kind of thing. You well, know? that's that's a blessing you say that because I'll be at Amazon in a couple of weeks. Knock on wood. <laughs> so I would yeah. be like, "So Patriot was good." Yeah, put me on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So um, I mean, that's the thing too. You got like like you got to do. Again, that's the work I was telling you saying earlier about, you know, like don't have a question that you could Google, you know, to ask somebody. It's like you come in and you and you've done all the research and say, I could be good here, I could be good here, I could be good here. Mm-hmm. You know, this is why. Sure. You know, right. because you know, people are gonna read your script and love your script, but they gotta know like how they can utilize you on their project. Because that's all that, you know, I mean, I just I mean, they got I'm I'm in charge of a hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. I gotta spend that money wisely. Because I because 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 I want 120 next year. That's the game. That's the game. You either yeah. go up yeah. or you yeah. go down yeah. because yeah. the changes. Yeah. 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 So you know, but, and 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 they can only do that by these these nuances that add something to whatever it is. Yeah. You know. You so. Let me ask you, Richard, as being somebody. So you're. So the twins, you guys might have called you the twins. <clears throat> the twins just moved here. Yes, sir. Right. So and twins do well with our circle of friends. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Jashik and yes, all them producers yes. on Empire and stuff. Yes. And other, our other twins are doing animations. It's like, true. twins do well for they us. They do. They do. Mm-hmm. Our black good, women twins, that's a good sign. <clears throat> it's a good, a good sign. Good yes. Look, matter of fact, Pamela and I, our company that we are about to incorporate is Wonder Twin Powers. <laughs> you know okay. I mean? So we're literally this whole thing. There you go. So, um... Talking to the younger writers in here, because you're really out there in the game, like hitting the pavement, <clears throat> what kind of advice would you, as somebody who's out there right now, you know, just signed with the manager, like, you know, you start to get all these meetings for staffing and stuff, like, what's it, what's it like for you? What advice do you give somebody who just moved here? Okay, so I've got, like, for actors and for writers, I've yeah, got give a, them both. Give them I've both. got a guy <clears throat> to Los Angeles when you first move out here. So, like, back at school, back at Harvard, I was known as a hitch of Harvard because I would plan dates for people. Um, and literally, like, I wrote a TV show about that called right. Labors of Love. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, which, in which, uh, the, the, the main, the pilot line is about reuniting uh, a couple where the woman has transitioned into being a man. So it's about getting this formerly hetero couple to think about now moving to a new phase. Mm-hmm. So that was a little twist I put on that. But, mm-hmm. um, no, so because of that, like, when I moved out here, I was like, my first... My first two years were really hard. Mm. Sorry. My first two to three years. No, you're fine. Um, I moved out here. uh, Like I said, I fell from grace. Um, I went from, yeah, I won't go into it, but I moved out here with $750 and no job. I moved out here with like $1,500 or something. Yeah. yeah. And um, living with a heroin addict. um, Wow. Moving around. Within my first year, I think I moved like six times. Wow. Um, Homeless, sleeping in my car. I've been homeless as an adult and as a child. Mm. My biggest thing is I was like, I don't want anybody else to have to struggle the way I did to right. assemble a mm-hmm. community. Uh, so Olivia, the young lady that you referenced earlier, I'll put her in. <laughs> <laughs> she is not a romantic interest. She just, yeah. moved, <laughs> she just moved here from uh, Phoenix. And when I met her, I was like, we were talking. She was like, I already have a feature written and mm-hmm. I'm going to have my second feature done. And I was like, bet. So you're already putting in the work. So come with me. I'm going to show you what mm-hmm. I can show you. I ain't shit yet, right. but you know, <laughs> here's what I can do. So my advice to young writers, specifically for this podcast, 
community, community, community. Right. Work, work, work. Is that Invent- like work, work, work? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we in here, Inventory <laughs> of your resources. Um, That's key. So I'll break it down really quickly. Give it to him. Everybody to him. wants to build community. Everyone wants to go to the next best party. Everyone wants to be in a mansion pouring bottles and models, mm-hmm. miles and everything like that. That's what you think of when you move to LA. Mm-hmm. That is great. That is ultra important. Right. But the community of like-minded folks who are going to push you to be better every single day, mm. that includes a mentor like Hilliard, thank God for you. Uh, that includes uh, a peer group, like you, y'all said uh, two days ago. Mm-hmm. My peer group, my peer group, I love the shit out of them. Uh, we're a multicultural mm-hmm. uh, group of people, um, and we attack each other hard, right. and we find flaws in each other's scripts and each other's character. Right. Hey, we can't work in a room like this, blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. we go at each other hard and it makes us better. Um, and that's tough. Right, um, yeah. I suggest checking out We Make Movies. Um, they're a great independent organization. They mm-hmm. have script readings um, weekly. Um, go check them out every Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. I personally love it. Volunteer at film festivals. Yes. It's a great place to meet amazing the people. The LA Film Festival, from mm-hmm. when we have Film Independent, um, Pan African Film Festival, mm-hmm. all those, yeah. Um, I would say the second you get to LA, contact the WGA, contact the PGA, see about those internships. Mm-hmm. That's what I didn't do. That's a that's a flaw in my good. Game give plan. it, give, give me give it you learn. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say as soon as you get to LA, define what is your lead in. Am I an actor, writer, producer? Mm-hmm. Am I a producer? I remember we had this conversation. Right, yeah. right, right. Am I a writer? Blah blah blah. And sometimes it changes. It shifts. Um, sorry, guys, I'm about to cry because like get it. I was a student. I was selected to be like the keynote speaker at my graduation. Right. And that's how arrogant I fucking was. I was a total douchebag. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote this speech comparing uh, life to an all-nighter. Really? I was like, life is like an all-nighter. And there's going to come that point where you feel like all hope is lost. You're going to fail that test. You are going to not submit this paper on time. Hmm. And at that moment, you have two choices. You can either succumb to the gravity of the moment, or you can understand this principle, pressure equals opportunity. Hmm. And if you rise through that pressure, you'll be okay. And so that's what I tell a lot of people. Pressure is opportunity. Um, Don't fall for it. You're black. Yes. Congratulations. Uh, (laughs) You're LGBTQI. Yes. That's awesome. Congratulations. You are disabled yes mm-hmm. correct that is added pressure that is an added uh hurdle but that also adds to your story and uniqueness right, right. of your story mm-hmm. and so I, my biggest thing is when the bottom falls out when you're making 12 50 an hour and they're cutting your hours from <laughs> right. 14 to you know 12 right don't give up push through um it, yeah anyways um and then work 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 god work God, I can't tell you how many writers, like I got a really great friend, he gives great notes, but mm-hmm. he's been working on a script for like two years and that's just not okay. Right. Give it up. No, what's up? Not okay. Suspect. Suspect you. Yeah. 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 Um, work, lock yourself, lock your, whatever works for you, do you. If it's a coffee shop, like Hill, you mm-hmm. told me, mm-hmm. go to a coffee shop. For me, it's coming to the lot, locking myself in this office mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. I have pages. If it's going to 
the Malibu, you know, mm-hmm. writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, put deadlines on yourself. Mm-hmm. Tell people. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, I was sorry. Like the deadlines are important. The the the, the process. Your process is important. I, you know, I'm gonna put a book in the show notes. There's a book that came out four years ago about writers' process, mm. and basically, it's got maybe like a hundred writers, and it kind of talks about their stuff, and mm-hmm. then it's got a page, and it's got a clock mm. for every writer, and it kind of te- and it shows them what right. they did during the, how, how they would do their stuff during the day. Mm-hmm. I remember just specifically there was one with like like with Maya Angelou, she would get up. And she would go to a hotel in her the town she was in, mm-hmm. where she was living, and lock herself in a hotel from like ten a.m. to like five p.m. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't answer anything, like no phones, you know, no, no airplane mode, shit, none of that mm-hmm. shit, you know, and just like write, 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 and then go home, you know. And then some people like you know, like Dickens would, you know, his all these kids and shit like this. He's not starting to work until he's putting the lamp on <laughs> at like you know at like nine o'clock at night, working right. to like four, <clears throat> because then his wife's gonna t- take. Take care of the kids in the mm-hmm. day. It's just like you, and that's so key to produce the work because, as as Pressfield was saying in the War of Art, everything is conspiring against you not to put pages, the words on the page. Right. Every, it's easy know, not to write. It's, it's so easy, easy not, not to write. It's fucking if there's something that's gonna you know is gonna bother you, you know I don't have the right pen today. <laughs> <laughs> Can't write. Fuck. You're not gonna write that. That's my lucky pen. <laughs> God, the mood is blown now. Why did you get extra, right, you know, refills? Right, you right. fuck up. You can, you know, right. that's my muse. Yeah, I can't do it. I can't, I can't do, it. do it. So, Mika, that's and that's essentially how writers are. So, I love the fact that you were saying Malibu, this place, coffee shop. Don't. It's like you know, find the environment that works because you got to write. As I said, I mean, you should write every day. I mean, and and writing every day doesn't need to be a five. Thousand Say words, the, yep. the Stephen King method. Mm-hmm. It could be, you know, I just put a sentence down. Mm-hmm. You know, like yesterday, I wanted to work on the scene. I wanted to polish the scene, right. and I was like, "But you know what? There's really only like, there's it's a dial, it's just interchange. It's like I just need to get this. Actually, if I can just one chunk of dialogue done, mm-hmm. the speech this guy gives, mm-hmm. then the rest of the scene kind of takes care of itself." But it literally took me all day to do. I was doing all shit. All I'm sure they should do, but all day I'm thinking about it all day. And then when I got that that you know like that construction of those four sentences I was mm-hmm. like okay I'm done because yeah. I only write for like four or five hours you know four or five hours you, I'm it's gone hard to, it. it's hard it. I mean look three hours right. of concentrated writing is right. will burn you to fuck it, out I'm dead so I've learned that I come in here I have a goal yesterday I said two I think I did three hours I was like I'm gonna be here for like two hours I wasn't done so I was like I still gotta finish when I get to this point then I will stop and then I got to that point, and I was like, I still keep going. I was like, I'm stopping. You know what I mean? You have to train your brain to do that. Finish your goal and stop. And then it, it doesn't la- allow you to get bored. It doesn't allow you to yeah. not want to do it tomorrow. It makes you yeah. want to get excited about the next yeah. thing you're going to do. Yeah. I That's mean, there's all those things. You know I mean? There's your friend who's working on the screenplay for two years. It's like, I mean, you know, you might be working on a script for, like, for instance, like, I have a feature now that I've been working on for two years, but I finished it, and it's just that now it's just like, I get, I'm getting notes, I'm having readings, I'm having, like, money people, and so I'm still... You're in a different headspace. I'm I'm in a headspace. This script is done, and people have, like, responded really strongly to it. But see, during that time, I was like, it took me two years to write that because... 
that was like a back burner project. Mm-hmm. But I wrote like two pilots at the same time. I worked on two other features. Right. Just, you, were, you were still working with still your brother. Working, right. still with my brother. Yeah. We were working mm-hmm. on a movie. I mean, like a lot of shit that like you you have to find. It's, like I said, like everything will conspire against you not to do your work, and this is the inertia of being human is being lazy, right. and uh, you know, and it's just like, and there's too much shit in our, in like it, that's available to us to be lazy. You can sit there and watch the phone. I'm gonna sit there and watch all this Netflix shit on the phone, <laughs> or, and then, because the, you know, because it's like yeah. I say to my brother, I say to him, I say, like Netflix and Amazon is the new Soma. From Brave New World, it's like it's got to pacify yeah. the fuck out of us because yeah. if we really were watching what the fuck is going on in this world, we'd be fucking pitchforking everybody who has money. But mm-hmm. if you can, if you can train yourself to be disciplined, <clears throat> for example, if you had planned today to read or, or to, to 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 write, and in the end you ended up wanting to watch Netflix, I say watch it, but only watch an hour of it. Like watch mm-hmm. that first hour of that episode or two right. hour, whatever the hell it is. Watch it and get ex- get excited about whatever, and then go back to work. Because what Netflix does is it, I think it puts endorphins in you, makes you want to go repeat, you know, or keep going. It does. I, I was listening to something. It's on giving us subliminal messages in a thing. It's like as you're watching it, it literally pops up. It's well, like, you know, it's doing in, stuff when it tells you when it's like when you kind of zone seconds. out, and it'll pop up and say, "Do you still want to continue watching this?" Of course you do. Next episode, and I'm no. like, "Of course I do." Right. Turn that off. It right. got me so trained. You got to you got to you gotta train got your. Trained. This is on a day that you plan to yes. get some work done. Yes. Use it as momentum because I'll do two things. I'll either start. Like you like to start the first 10 minutes or so or the teaser of a show or whatever just to go, ooh, I love how they right, did that. Right. I'll read like the first 10, 15 pages of fucking Blade or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. that, that's just badass. I'm like, right. ooh, right. the way he wrote right. that, right. that's bad. Right. And it makes you inspired, you know? So you can just use as 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 momentum to get you in so so that you're not stuck there the whole day watching seven episodes of fucking whatever it is you're watching. That's when I do that. You know I was telling you guys uh, <clears throat> last time I started doing the, what is it, the Pomodoro method. I have my little Apple timer thing. Right. And basically, like 40 minutes as soon as that timer goes off 20 minute break go do something else walk around listen to some music get back in and then get right back into it and my productivity my productivity has gotten so much better because before I'd be like I gotta sit here and sit there the whole time and I realized that's not me I need little breaks I need to go 40 minutes and I feel proud of myself it's that little silent tick 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 oh let me go walk say hi to my dog let me go over here drink tea and then I come back and I get wrecking and I'll get like I'll knock out like three three four hours of writing you know but it'll be in little chunks Right. and I also in the early days when I used to do screen to really start really seriously taking screenwriting seriously and like okay this is what I'm gonna do for moving from novel writing and short story writing like to getting into it was you know the old um, the contest deadlines that would be my script deadline right. alright so I know Nichols and all these other Sundance Lab these are the dates guess what that's my deadline in fact yeah. my deadline is gonna be a week before their deadline yes. That way I can buy myself. You gotta have your friends read yes. your shit. You can't I gotta just, give I gotta get right. a window for team right. to get that stuff in. So I would have like four different kinds. Con- and so I would have like, okay, this particular script's gonna go for this one. Right. And those were my arbitrary, those were my deadlines. And right. I treated it just like a job. Oh, yeah. I just got a writing assignment. Yeah. This is my and, deadline. And and I talk about this a lot on yeah. this on this episode, not to throw you under the bus, just to use an example. We just this week. You finish your script, and I was like, "Yes." And he was like, "All excited," and I was like, "Great!" Now make a copy of it and go sit outside and read it. And he was like, 
Oh, okay. And then, <laughs> yes. And then he came back in. And he had all this shit written out. I was like, see, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's something about, it and we don't want to waste paper, but that's when you do it. You have to see it because sometimes know? things you don't catch on the on the you screen, start, uh-huh. and it's you more start. real. That tactile, your brain is a little different, and you're looking at it, and it feels like quote unquote a real script. Right. You know what I mean? <clears throat> right. You know. Right. You got to train yourself with it. Well, you good. Know? Awesome episode. Thank you, Richard. Thank you for having me. On. Where are you at? Oh, right. Online. Uh, he doesn't want to tell us. He's really a Russian spy. He's a black <laughs> Russian spy. Nah, nah, nah. Um, that's probably my biggest flaw right now mm-hmm. is my online presence is non-existent. Um, you wanted the millennials ain't even online? In nah. I, I, he don't want them hooker bras. He don't want them. Listen. listen so, He's trying to be telling I grew up in a frat house. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, and so our big rule was no cameras. So that mm, got ingrained yeah, in me at a very young gotcha. age. So like, I just never... <laughs> Okay. Richard Richard Scott ninety four is my Instagram super lame uh, Twitter we are Richie uh, super arrogant I, that was like a collective <laughs> we for some reason <laughs> sorry guys I was not a good person when I created that handle you can find me um, on Facebook that's right. where I'm most active Richard Scott plus Harvard uh, you'll see the shield of Everton. It's not my face. It's going to say Everton. It's for a TV show I created. Right. That's me. Gotcha. Awesome. Thank so y'all. We are Richie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On Twitter. I'm ashamed of that one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Where you at, Chris Derek? <clears throat> uh, Twitter and Instagram, unauthorized CBD, and at shadowboxercinema.net. Awesome. Lisa, Lisa, Colt, Jay. Uh, you know, Twitter, <clears throat> what fresh hell is this? Although I have weaned myself because I've been, pr- and been writing, so I've been staying off of my regular Twitter, my what fresh hell is this? But I've been on my other romance my my burner romance account uh so i can still get stuff done but i'm not getting caught up in all the other stuff because i do i do write those of you don't know i do write um erotic romance my other writing stuff besides sci-fi and all that stuff too so yeah so i sneak in i did bedabble but i sneak into my burner account and pretend to be my other my alter ego but i just want to say this um before we um we close out i just wanted to give condolences to yanetta boone um who passed away and she was young, 63. So she's one of those, those, those pioneers for black women showrunners, um, wrote for Fresh Prince and she did create it one-on-one and I was a big fan of that show. I remember she did the TV show, what, Cuts? I think Cuts was on for a couple mm-hmm. seasons. But, um, you know, one of those ones that paved the way for a lot of us to, to, to make it in this business has, has transitioned and passed on. So I want to make sure we give recognition to her and her family. Life is short. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so um, I am your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter at Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow the show, Screenwriters RR on Twitter. <clears throat> Any questions, screenwritersrantroom at gmail.com. Please go on iTunes, give us a five-star review. We need that for the metrics. Um, iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, all that shit. Um, please go on our what, Chris? Patreon page. There will be a link in the show notes. Please, please, please. Support. Support. Hey, and all the fanboys out there who were talking shit about Captain Marvel. Great movie. And who was saying stuff like, what? It's going to knock out everybody pretty much. So, so yeah. Far. Good. Yeah. So, Good. thank you for uh, trashing. Because clearly your words, <laughs> all clearly bank. she's <clears throat> laughing all the way to the bank. Right. So, yay to you. Right. Good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what y'all get. <laughs> um, you guys can also follow us on Facebook and shit like that. Um, so everybody joining with us Y'all know how we do it On the rant room On this show We keep it real We keep it opinionated We keep it what everybody 2019, 2019. Peace y'all Ciao
well you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing, the doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind and the business got me stressed In the rent room, we let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerders got no time for no caca Sass in class, yes that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel, say what you want Welcome to the Red Room.